When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know. From masterpieces to deep fried tacos. And if the movie sucks, you might hear them say, There's no telling where the guys will take you. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice, cause we're already. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude. This is Real Spoilers, episode 714, he said, nope. looking at Kevin. 715? <laughs> got it. First try. Well, yeah. Edit. Thanks to you editing. Can't tell, you can't tell when we edit anymore. That's <laughs> true. He'll fix all the editing. <laughs> you can't notice the weird, the, the weird jump. break <laughs> yeah. in the video. <laughs> it's like, man, every time I edit now, I'm like, man, this is a lot trickier with editing. <laughs> So I don't know if I already had I known that last week's episode was going to be on the main feed. You would have worn it. I would have. Well, I would have not cussed as much. So sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was liberally. Using I felt I felt, when I realized when I realized that was going to happen. I was like, oh, no, <laughs> poor Kevin, poor Kevin. <sighs> now nah, we don't care. Let's uh, let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. And joining us this week once again from the Patreon. What's your. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say my I name. I was going to say it, but I, I can't be like, remember You're it. right. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you might know me from the last episode where my hair looks <laughs> real bad because I thought, just me and Joe. It's fine. <laughs> Who's going to see it? Who's going to see it? Oh, you got called everyone. Up to the big <laughs> right. You got. Yeah, he took over the main feed last week. That's right. Gosh. And you'll have a Patreon episode coming out this week. So this will be three episodes in a row featuring Matt. The. What's um, it feel like to finally be on a show that hit Trip Edge? Well, I tell you what, you know, this was my plan all along. <laughs> You're like, I'll reach out to the clip out. <laughs> yes, yes. This is how I'll infiltrate a successful podcast. Well, successful. Yeah. More successful 
than mine. <laughs> and it just keeps creeping up. He was on like a month ago. Now he's on three times in a week. And yeah. it's like all of a sudden he's just going to start showing up. That's how it happens. That's like herpes. Happens. That's right. That's how I got here. Yeah. Yeah. Herpes? <laughs> sure. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> herpes <laughs> the love bug. <laughs> so uh, before we dig sure, into the movie. Is, oh, I never a, said the name. A, of, that's, that's some a kind of bug. That's a t-shirt. Yeah. 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 So oh, uh, trademark real spoilers. If you say it, that trademarks it, thing, right? That's, I think that's what we've been. That's what we've been doing. Yes. Put the episode on a tape, mail it to yourself. Is that how it works? <laughs> the postmark yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. I never said the name of the movie. By all means, yeah. Weird, the Alfred Yankovic story. <laughs> there you go. It's pretty, so I said it. So, so shameless plugs uh, before we dig in. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find a podcast. Do you think anyone ever forgets? I don't know. But they, I mean, do you think that you you just reminded someone? I, I don't know. All the things say you're supposed to do this. That's, yeah. Everything I've read is what it's. Yeah. Uh, yes. I just was wondering if someone's I'm like, like, "Oh, that's right." I know. <laughs> I know. I always wanted on... to because I'm like, they're already here. Yeah, right. Here's the thing. <laughs> In the words of Stanley, every podcast is somebody's first podcast. Yeah, that's true. There you go. So yeah. say it every time. But to Matt's point, <laughs> how are they listening? Where are they at? Yeah. I just want to know the place they're listening that isn't one of those places. Well, maybe now it's YouTube. Just, maybe now it's YouTube. They just play us over yeah. the speaker and and Dillard's right because that's I mean if oh, you're on sure. the radio or something. Okay, well that makes sense. Can Pick we get that to happen? Why at Dillard's? Probably <laughs> that's fair. I don't think that would be very on demo for us anyway. <laughs> I don't think so. Now, like I, I guess played in I don't know Spencer's. Yeah, that yeah. would make. If, if we More start sense. doing some Columbo movies for the <laughs> Misbegotten sequel series or I something. I would love to do that. I'd be down for yeah, some Columbo. Let's yeah, let's do it. So where was I? Oh, yeah. All the places you can find us, you should follow us while you're there so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave a review. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers while you're there. Like the page, join the group. And, of course, the group is called the League of Show Shares because we're hoping you'll share an episode. People who were kind enough to share an episode the last two weeks. Ooh. Either or, not both. Yeah, Matt and Joe didn't read the show shares. Yeah. It's pretty messed up. Never will. Yep. Dissect that film. Chris Valls, Gabriel Lugo, Julianne Jordan, Christopher Rex, Tammy Lynn Powers, Betts, Heather Sachs, Librarian Cynthia, Ralph Tribble, Lane LeVanway, Josh Rosen, Travis Tewitt, Chris Magic Man, Glenn Cougar Mellon Brewer, Chris Sanders, Ken Holtowers, Edit Photo Gamer, Collateral Cinema, David Rojas, Mike Mike and Oscar, Chris Williams, Minorities Report, Matt Naglia, Invasion of the Remake, Vertigay 314, Geek to Me Radio, Ronnie Castle, In Session Film, Colby Mack, Nostalgia Cast, Ryan Terry from the Forza Crowd Podcast, and Feelin' Film. So thank you very much. Now, wait a minute. I shared the show, and I wasn't on it last week. <laughs> I didn't see a post for the show to get shared. Oh, well. What? We, no, there was Oh, a, for sure. For last for week? Sure. Yeah. I, for sure. For Hellraiser? Or, yeah. Hellraiser. Right. Oh, okay. Kevin sure. Thank Kevin you. Thank you. I, just, I mean, I'm just saying, I wasn't on the show last week. It rarely <laughs> happens. And mm-hmm. I sure did share it. Thank you. Kevin Bracken. So uh, there's all that. And finally, don't forget, we have a Patreon. So the good news is you get all sorts of bonus content. The bad news is a lot of it contains Matt F. Basler. Yeah, and <laughs> I also just joined the Patreon. I just signed up for the Patreon. I still haven't. And I've been on every episode, I think, since I did that. There so you go. can finally listen to it. Oh, I just, I was like, oh, I like these guys. I, You know, I listen to the main thing. Maybe you and me. I know. <laughs> I, like I was there. It's like, maybe there's you some forget. cool stuff there, but you can go back. You can, yeah. you can there's, there's some, stuff, there's some so. wacky stuff if you I, keep going back. And I will tell you, Patreon. I'm looking, I have, Actually, for years now, and I'm not kidding, I have been looking for a very, very special recording that I have not been able to find. But when I do, it will end up on that Patreon. Is it what I think it is? It is the test pilot 
for real spoilers oh, that you weren't there for. I wasn't there for. Me and Tom recorded a dollar store movie that we found because our original idea before real spoilers was to do dollar store movies. We were gonna do Bad. A, we were gonna do a thing where we would be only movies that you would find on DVD at the dollar and store. And now like greens or whatever? Yeah. Well, oh, well like nice. deals or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now the dollar store sells like Blu rays and like legit movies. <laughs> right. But back then yeah. it was like those really thin ones yeah, that were printed yeah. on like where someone's just canon like, printer. And... You're just like, when was who how did this movie? And sometimes come like it? Bing Crosby's in it. Like it, it just makes That's hilarious. There's, yeah. There's just one bin full of Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like that was almost always mixed in because it's in the public domain so right. anybody can put it out there but but yeah like but sometimes there'd be movies with like pretty big name actors and you'd be like when did they do that yeah. and no one's ever heard of it but i couldn't even tell you what we recorded but we did some podcast and it was recorded on some old computer and then i remember we, talking about it. i honestly don't remember ever recording it yeah yeah no i remember it was back when i lived in the last place which is over 10 years ago and we just were like we want to do a podcast and we tried it out and i don't know it you know we didn't go with that idea but that recording is somewhere on a hard drive. And Do you know there's like four of ours, right? That what? we did. Like two guys, one remote. Well, we released those. That was on the Review oh, did STL we? podcast. Oh, okay. Or something. okay like, that was its own feed. We did release those. Uh, see, again. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but yeah, but if we found the really old stuff, like that's the kind of thing I would love to put on the Patreon. <laughs> stuff people have never even heard before. So I'm looking for it. Just know that may be on that's the way. Funny. That's fine. Oh, okay. Hey, man, if I, can, if I can not have to do it for a Friday, that'd yeah. be all right. And it's only five dollars a month. That's right. So, there you go. There you go. So there's all that. Let's let's dig into weird. If if there was ever a biop, like the way that this is structured, is about as weird Al as you can get. For and sure. I mean that in the best possible way. Yeah. Because it's you know I think this movie was great. This is fantastic. Yeah. I thought so much I fun. Could not believe how much fun it was. I didn't know what to expect going into it. But judging by that first trailer, I was like, okay, I think I know what I'm going to get. Yeah. But and I it lo- delivered on every possible thing. I love not only the deadpan delivery from <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe and how serious the biopic takes itself, yeah. but then when it goes off in a completely different direction, <laughs> like, so it starts off telling this fantasy, you know, embellished version of like how Weird Al became Weird Al. But then it goes off in a completely different direction. It does like a behind the music VH1 kind yeah. of story where it's like, you know. But the way it alt- alters reality of I'm not going to do parody songs. Well, I got to tell you, I thought they were going to, given the controversy surrounding a certain artist, I thought they were going to say that Eat It was like that Beat It never existed. That's the one when he's like I you know, when he's when in the movie they say that he wrote it first and then Michael Jackson parodied him. Yeah, I was like, if they are ballsy enough to be like, nope, beat it never existed. <laughs> this is the only version. I was like, man, that is a bold move on their part. They didn't do that, but that's where I thought they were going. Oh, it was great. The Madonna <laughs> stuff. Evan Evan Rachel Wood is Madonna. I thought she was so good in this. She was. Oh. I forgot. I didn't realize that was her until about halfway through it. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. oh yeah, the gal from Westworld. Oh, rest in peace, Westworld. Oh, yeah. Goodbye. What a bummer. One season to go. and I got to tell you, didn't Zaslav. get through season two. Oh. <laughs> I never even made it. I watched the first season, and I was like, that feels like enough. <laughs> That's the best one. Yeah. I mean, I liked the show all the way through, but the first is the best. Yeah. I was just, I was just like, it, it, going into season two, it, like that just feels exhausting. And it I was. Just never did. It was exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Matt? I never seen Westworld. Can we talk about a movie I did <laughs> oh, watch? That'd okay. be not great. The, not the Yule, we're talking about the show, not the Yul Brenner. 
Westworld movie. Never oh. seen that movie. Oh, perfect. Did you ever um, see Future World? No. Did you ever see The King and I? Is this dollar store? What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that the Michael Jackson version, they should have called it a serious, that he made a, a serious of your song? <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. I thought that would That's be pretty good. That's Sometimes pretty good. I watch movies and I think, boy, if I wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do that a lot. I'm, I'm the funniest guy, so. Trust me, I've. Watch Halloween ends a bunch, so I get it. Mm, but, yeah, you wrote a pretty good movie <laughs> yeah, out of that. Thank thing. you very much. Now, Matt, we had you on because you like music. I love music, and that means you probably know Weird Al because you know, <laughs> I've never met the man, but okay. I am familiar okay. with his work. Uh, certainly, one of the first tapes I ever bought was Off the Deep End. Oh, I believe. Yeah. Okay, classic. Uh, That's I think good. Weird Al is a lot of people's first record or cassette yeah and i think bad hair day was my first cd of his the thing for me well where where are you guys at with with old weird so i enjoy i was i definitely way into it when i was younger oh for sure yeah that's the arc that right and i still like anything like i heard and then you graduated to tom lear that's right yeah but i heard when they do Amish Paradise at the end of the song Mm -hmm. i was like oh yeah turn that on in the car when i got in the car so like i enjoy him Every once in a while now, but nowhere near like I used to listen to Bad Hair Day yeah. or what was the Jurassic Park one? The uh, one Palooza, Alapalooza, yeah. and then the one before that were like the three yeah. that were like in my. Is it off the deep end? It could be. Yeah. It could be. I think those I, I are the I'm three sure. that but I pay attention. He to still most. got it. I'll tell you what. I saw him at the Fox a few years ago. The big. Big theater that we have here in town, and Did he I mean, sell that place he puts out? on a high energy. I mean, if you've much. never seen Weird Al Yankovic live, you're missing out. I mean, live, it, he puts on a hell of a show. Costume changes, video production, dancers, like all this stuff. Sometimes yeah. he plays with an orchestra. Whoa. You know, he he when yeah, that's the tour current like that. tour he's doing is I think was with an orchestra. I think that just wrapped up. Dang. And then he did before that he did a tour where it was no novelty songs. It was all or no parody songs. It was all <laughs> the other stuff he wrote, and it was called like. Weird Al's self indulgent yeah. yeah, that was vanity <laughs> project, something yeah. like that. But he um, puts on a great show, and I I interviewed him before he did a show at Tom's Arena one time, and and saw that. You show. own that place? Yes, I am. Yeah. Now yeah, Tom's Arena. Tom's Arena. Yeah, yeah. Tom's yeah. Arena. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, no, I've met him twice. He's okay. super nice. He's I mean, a super nice guy, and obviously very talented. But I mean, all these years later, he's still putting on a hell of a show. So if you ever have the chance to see him, like if you listened to him when you were younger, if you watched this movie and and heard these songs, you're like, yeah, man, these are great and catchy. Like it's really cool to go see him. Yeah, like it, the stage show is is amazing because I mean it's costume changes for almost he every just, song. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's and you know here's the thing that. I don't think people talk about enough, and by enough, I mean at all, <laughs> how good that band is. Oh, really? Right? Sure. Because that band... They switch genres. And, they got to sound yeah. like a different band every three minutes, yeah. or the joke doesn't work. That's fair. Right? Yeah, that's fair. And he's had, from what I understand, the same band yeah. like the entirety of his career, and they are spot on. They sound great. Like, like Are no- they the guys that just picked up instruments and said oh yeah, we can for sure. play yeah. back up for but it. like no <laughs> sense of hyperbole at all yeah. weird al belongs in the rock and roll hall of fame the whole band they are ridiculously good and i remember reading a quote one time about sammy davis jr and i feel like it applies to weird al yankovic where they, someone said 
You might not like Sammy Davis Jr., but you will never leave a Sammy Davis Jr. show saying that that man did not try to entertain you. Sure, sure. That is Weird Al Yankovic. Like, Mm. those shows, like, I had had saw him live when I was a kid. He opened for the Monkees in 87. That tracks. And so, yeah, which is a great opening act for the Monkees, right? And so, I saw him, and it was a fun show, but it was like 30 minutes, and I didn't really think anything of it. I was... 16 when I saw it you know and so I saw him again as an adult with the new appreciation I was just like Weird Al like an hour and a half two hours of Weird Al songs like really like people and how much more do you have to play yeah well I mean it just seems like that would get kind of stale and I could not have been more wrong. Like That's fun. if, if, If you've never seen it you really owe it to yourself. He's a national goddamn treasure. Yeah. (laughs) Well sure. (laughs) But and I, I agree. Oh my god, he seems like a sweet man. Certainly had me oh cracking up as a boy, and and I have grown into something of a man, <laughs> adjacent. And I feel as though Weird Al's humor hmm. is still the same humor. I, I feel yeah. like now yeah. live. I've never seen him live, and I I do feel like that would be. The way to experience yeah. a show, right? But like, I there's a I think there's a thing about like humor that sort of evolved. Like Three Stooges like aren't funny anymore. I know there'd be like instances where yeah, well that was funny. <laughs> but like on a whole, it's like well I've seen I've once like cartoons do it. Do you laugh? At, do you still laugh at Looney Tunes? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, okay. I I get what you're saying it. though. Like, it's easier to go back and a- appreciate old humor than it is to actually laugh at it. So, like, I love Abbott and Costello, but if I watch an Abbott and Costello movie, I'm not exactly you're, enjo- you're, right. you're enjoying I mean, it. But a, and a lot of it's almost more nostalgia based. And I think Weird Al's in that same and it camp becomes for sort a lot of people. Quaint and yeah. like, oh, this is cute. <laughs> and I do. And I and look, and I don't. I'll tell you, I don't talk about this because I feel like you really get. <laughs> People don't like when you don't like Weird Al. Because <laughs> he just seems like the nicest guy he in the does. world, and he's talented, so it's like it's hard to say anything bad about but, Weird uh, Al. Well, I also think he was, again, probably not the first one, but the first one to do big parody productions, right? Like this oh, full sure. band recording studio. Right. Sounds like the original, Sounds but just it's like funny. It, right. There'd always been novelty songs. Right. And, and occasionally even parody songs, but like not with this level level of production. Yes. And and I would say in most cases, no one ever really knew the name of the person. Yep. They would like the, the particular song, but... And it wasn't a career. It right. was a one-off yeah, thing that it would did. come and go. I don't know that anybody really ever built an entire career on it. And, and, and that's cool. It's cool to be the first big one to do it. But now, everybody does it. <laughs> and I think there are people on YouTube who are perhaps f- oh boy. doing it. Maybe better than we're not. <laughs> Maybe funnier well, thanks, than we're Matt, I guess. I think it's and, also difficult now because... Pop culture is so fragmented, right? Yeah, like, sure. So, yeah. so like you know, when he starts, he really takes off in the age of MTV. Like MTV was—I mean, he predates it, but it was rocket fuel for him. Sure. And I think that's where the idea of the production value I, came in because he would recreate, he would recreate the videos, the videos too. Yeah. Without, and then without it, video, I don't think we'd be talking about Weird Al yeah, anymore. It would true. have been a—he'd be right yeah. along with the guy who made Rock Me Amadeus, right? Or sorry, Rock Me Jerry Lewis. 
and, and this I didn't is even not, know that was a thing. Yeah, say, is, I, I yeah. think he deserves all the... I want nothing but good things for Weird Al. <laughs> it's just always been kind of an, an interesting thing to me to, to see people... Specifically, his music. It'd be like, dude, that guy's so funny, and it's like, I mean, you get it's just talking about like, like, what if the song was about food? <laughs> yeah. I, it is. I, I think some of it is, and, and he does hit some clever. Li- it's not like it's never funny and and a good clever twist on a thing, but I just feel like on a, on a whole, it's oftentimes like. Sometimes, I mean, you just make a list of the words <laughs> about pizza. And well, if them. it's so easy, Matt, why don't you make a parody album for your next album? Well, I now, and this is another oh. problem with what I'm talking about. I did make an album of synth covers of modern country songs about beating people up. It didn't change any of the lyrics, but it's like, but Matt, if you're out there making sort of funny music, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. I, it is To your point, though, I do agree is that you you know as our, our sense of humor goes from looney tunes to the three stooges and just it is, it is a progressive thing and for weird, some that's <laughs> that is fair i still but like i still i i i don't watch the three stooges anymore but i will go back and watch looney tunes every once in a while just because they're fun i think they're i think there's more to enjoy there though right you can sure. also enjoy the the art and the animation yeah and you know i mean there's other other moving well, parts to take in. Maybe a better example. You ever watch like the first season of SNL? Oh, it's brutal. Incomprehensible. It's like, I don't know what this is, what is supposed fact, to be. The fact funny that here. it got out of a first season yeah. is pretty impressive. But you also but even then but I, comedy is one of those things you always have to take in historical context what's going on around it, right? Sure. And so SNL, you watch it now with the modern eye, and yeah, it's not very good. Like the original stuff specifically. They were the anti Carol Burnett right show sure. right and so that's why when like now there's a little movement of like get Carol Burnett on SNL and I'm like okay but th- they created SNL to counter Carol Burnett like Carol Burnett there's great. a movement to get her to, to host yeah hmm. yeah like how they did with Betty White oh you know? sure 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 and Carol Burnett is great she might still kill she probably would. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, she's... she's Wasn't a, she just on Better Call Better Saul? Better Call Saul. Yeah. So, like, oh. she's and still out she's there She's a comedy it. legend. She's brilliant. Like the, But it's a different style of comedy, and this ushered in a new style of comedy, right? But, like, if you ever watch, like, the, the clip shows, they'll show you clips from the original, those early years, right? Yeah. And they, one they always show you is that SNL, or the Star Trek one, right? Yes. And you're like, oh, that's really funny, right? And But if you watch the whole sketch... Like the the they show you like ninety seconds and yeah. it's really funny, but it's like a nine minute sketch. Oh, oh man! Like it just goes on and on and on. Yikes. And so like this idea of people like SNL used to be funny and now it's not any good. It's like, I mean, oh, I have a whole yeah. Like you're dude, just I a love SNL. Little, I think SNL's I, yeah. it definitely goes through like fellow periods but i think that's kind of to be expected well and even within an episode like even the greatest episodes have clunkers in them yeah i think it's the whole to me people watch the show wrong it's almost more like you should watch can these people every week pull off anything funny funny at all yeah and and it's a miracle and the costumes and 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 sets are all built you know that week it's an, an incredible thing and and then you, I feel like it's fun to watch it, like when a sketch ends real weird, or, or something, and you're going like, "Oh, they didn't figure it out in time. They right. had to do something." Oh. Yeah. Well, I or, mean, there's a famous quote from Lauren Michaels where he's like, "He goes, 
we don't go on because we're ready. We go on because it's eleven thirty. It's not yeah. ready for prime time, right? right. Like, like that's yeah. you know. that, that's that, it's more than one way to take that. Right? Yeah, it's actually that Al Franken was just on the your weird mom's, Al Franken. Yeah, yeah, right. The your mom's house podcast, mm-hmm. and it's just very interesting to hear him talk about just the inner workings of that whole thing. And he, they asked him like, "Who's the worst that you ever had?" And he was like, "Steven Seagal." He was absolutely the worst guest host we've ever oh, yeah. had. Have you watched that episode? It's terrible. It's crazy. It and so Al bad. Franken does not pull any yeah. punches. He lets him, like, he says everything that's possible. I've heard stories from and it's, it, people if, talking about If you about can that. find it on YouTube, I'm sure and you think they nuts, post it. Steven Seagal, powerful man in Hollywood. So, <laughs> well, at one point. Who knows what will happen. And Al Franken's at the height of his career. So. Just, right. Uh, the tippy, two of them. Tippy top. So all this to say... Movie was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And in it, in what I what I did appreciate about it is that it seems it's written by Weird Al. Yeah, he seems to sort of understand this because part of what's funny is everybody jizzing a brick over his. Is that I should? <laughs> do, do you have to? Do you have to wow. click jizz? Is that a? <laughs> you said it twice. Just say it a few more times, and I'll I'll figure it out in editing. <laughs> What if, what if I say it once over here and once over here? Does that make it harder to cut the video? This is what happens when Matt is only on the Patreon. We're mm. not used to. Uh, is but, this real spoilers after dark? That's right. That's right. It's funny that right everybody's reacting to like my Bologna, like oh my gosh, this is incredible, and I feel like like he sort of gets it. Like oh for sure, well, that's why this it's is a movie. That's why it's so. It's like. Because well, and you always—it's also a parody. You always have these scenes right. in in these movies where they write their hit and yeah, they the have light bulb moments. And they have Bohemian, this. Yeah, I was thinking Bohemian Rhapsody all. I mean, day you have it there. This. You have it in Aretha in the Aretha Franklin where sure. she she doesn't write it, but she reworks respect because oh, it's not okay. her. So she comes up with the the arrangement you know right and mm-hmm. and like you know there's that moment in ray where where they invent hit the road jack like on the fly in front of a crowd and it's like maybe it's true maybe it's half true and yeah. like 60 years later they kind of remember it being sure. a little bit more like that sure. than it actually was but like almost every one of these movies had this is the movie walk hard wanted to be i thought the same well, I was interesting i thought I, the I exact love I, I, I love walk hard too and i was I, that was what i was going to say before the show i was thinking this movie is if walk hard was actually a johnny cash biopic yes that you know went right. off the rails like that is what this is if, they, if i think if dewey I, what dewey dewey cox. Cox. cox was a real person <laughs> and it's like oh this is how the story happened how, uh, what's what's the gap between the actual Johnny Cash biopic. Walk the line walk the and line walk, walk, walk Like, is there, a, I think, two or three, three years, years? Maybe three oh, okay, years. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why eight, I keep maybe? thinking that they're, like, back to back. And I was like, whoever planned that out... <laughs> I mean, that's... ...was brilliant. I mean, Essentially back to... From, I guess that's... Because you need time to write, produce it. Like, right. I, Star Wars and Spaceballs. That's like... <laughs> that's like 10 years, right? Or something. So, it's like huge. Yeah. yeah. Surrounded by assholes. No, I think... I thought Dewey Cox the entire time. And I think Dewey Cox is a, is a hilarious movie. You no, know, that it has some really funny moments. Yeah. I don't think it works as a whole, but there are some very oh, okay. funny Maybe moments. Maybe I need to see it again. It's been yeah. a minute. But Pop Star, Walk Hard... Popstar. Oh, I Pop forgot Star, about Popstar. Yeah. 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 Okay. Popstar's in my, that's in my like Malibu's list of most wanted, most underrated films. Yeah. Is that right? That and uh, I just, was, uh, just three off the top of my head, <laughs> underrated comedies, MacGruber. Oh, MacGruber. Uh, Don't Popstar. even get me started. And uh, the Motorcycle Man. It's the oh, same oh, guy. Oh, Hot, Rod. Hot Rod. Hot Rod. Yeah. Hot Rod. Oh, Hot, Hot Rod. Rod is, Hot Rod is one of my favorite. Hot Rod got lost to time because it opened the same weekend as Superbad. 
Oh, oh. it's interesting that. But if you look at that, all of those movies, those are all SNL guys that were. That was like a, a people, two of them people, are the same guy. People, did, that's, right, yeah, that's right. But Will Arnett and uh, Samberg. Andy Samberg, and it's the Lonely Island guys. But like those, uh, Will, Will Forte, Will Forte. Forte yeah. Sorry, yeah. Who is um, in this movie? Those get like that. To me, that era of SNL kind of gets forgotten about. Yeah, sure. With the exception of like the box and things like that. But oh, but those digital shorts. I think great. that's one of the best. But to your point, but is like people tend to remember the digital shorts and not the and sketches. not the sketches, oh, true, you know. True. And that that's to me that it's funny. But those those digital shorts are what like made SNL oh yeah popular. Well, again. now they have that group. Lonely Island. They're good. The no, no, they got those. The three guys. Can we say "Don't Stop or I'll Die"? But that's Paul <laughs> Rust. <laughs> Paul Rust. <laughs> no, what? I don't. Oh, I can't. I'm blanking on it. Now. Is it the three guys? Is it is Mick? Mickey, whatever his the name red-haired is, red-haired guy, and the other two guys. I'm sure they're writers Don't on the show what as well. Get a bit of bit. I'm sure they write on the show too, but they're never. They're not in sketches. No. They're only yeah. these digital shorts. Yeah, that's such a funny. I guess they don't call them. Do they call them that? No, anymore? no, certainly yeah. not. Right? But oh, they got interesting. But, but they got three guys to do digital shorts. Like which, they, but is also frustrating because people act like that's new, right? And like. Yeah. They were doing pre-produced film bits in, oh, the, yeah, in, right. the, in the first season. Do you, Albert Brooks was making them for Do you them. remember? They're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> They're not, though. Like There was that one with, is it Jane Curtin and <laughs> Phil Hartman, where it's like a throwback to a 19... Maybe it's not it's Jane like Curtin. It's like sad or something, right? Yeah, yeah where yeah. Like, they, they do like a throwback to a 1930s... Like, drama like yeah like and they the do whole, like this dance thing and the whole thing and like it and it ends with like them dancing together to this sad ass music but to they, a spotlight but and they had like, always so they did they did stuff like that in the in in the original run such SNL. A they would weird, make these weird yeah. and they used to have stand-ups on that you mean they do doing hacks yeah they oh. i mean yeah they had i mean that's where I mean Joel Hodgson was on there Harry Anderson would pop up and do stuff and sometimes and popping up. there was that guy I always it's like I f- always forget his name, but there was this Eddie guy Murphy. who was a juggler. They had a juggler on there. Really? Yeah. And he was great. He was really funny. Yeah. But it's like Michael something. He's got this very bland name. But Smith. I mean, practically. Yeah. But um, it's my brother-in-law. But they but He's they used juggler? to do all sorts of different stuff. You know, juggles a baby. So this movie, it was co-written by Eric Appel, who also directed it. And he's the guy that made the funnier die skit. This is adapted. Oh, this movie's right. adapted okay. from a 15 okay. year old funnier die skit. It was just a throwaway gag. It was hilarious. It had all these guests, all these famous people playing of, parts. Yeah. Guest spots. And and it was just this little five minute fake trailer for weird. The Al Yankovic <laughs> story. And I loved when they announced this movie and they said it was the same title. I'm like, they're going with the parody title like you could kind of sense the tone of it just from that like that's what they're doing and so this is the same guy i didn't realize until i had just watched him like i didn't know the same guy was involved it's it's funny because i like he has there ever been another musical act that is gonna have that has had two bites at the apple and kind of made like these cult favorite films i think this will probably I, i don't i'm bummed that this went to roku and i'm not trying to poop on roku but let's be honest it's just not going to get seen correct by a very but wide audience but it's going to be a huge bump for roku because yeah, i absolutely. think a lot of people are talking about this movie yeah. so like I, yeah i think it's good for roku it's maybe not it's good for the movie good for the movie but right. but, but they got paid i'm sure like, yeah sure you know i mean roku financed it i'm guessing so. did, but it's does, a roku, production, does roku 
do, do they own it or do they license it ultimately? I like, thought it said it's a Roku production. Well, there's a lot of things that say like Netflix yeah. original that oh. weren't Netflix originals. That's fair. And so I wonder if like, like in five years it, oh. it, it ends up on Netflix or okay. you can buy it on Vudu. Or you know, like I don't I, I used to think I knew how that worked with streaming. <laughs> now no I know they can just stop showing their own originals and they can yeah. whatever. But anyway, so but I was thinking about UHF like UHF has like this massive mm-hmm. Cult following. Yeah. Like now people point, are talking about UHF two. They want a UHF. I, d- I don't want a UHF two. Or they want like a UHF. To me, is it? It's just not funny. I like it, none of that works. I and own it, but I. I know there know. are people who love it, and you love it because you saw it when you were fourteen. Yep, and you can still enjoy it on that level. But like, I. I think I probably was fourteen when it came out, but I was just like, this isn't funny, and it just never. It was very me. irreverent. Well, I feel the... that's now. I, look, personally, I love nostalgia. Driving by my old house, yeah. oh, great, <laughs> love it. But I do. I, oh man, it's so irritating to me that people can't separate right. nostalgia from like I want a UHF too. So irritating it, that people love things that make them feel good. No, 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 no. And I specifically <laughs> said that's not it's irritating thing. that they can't recognize what's driving their love for it. Right, like, yeah. yeah, I, I know, like people that grew up watching the original Halloween and then watched all the sequels, and they love Halloween. So yes, these new and ones come blinded. out. The, the new ones come out, and they just love these new Halloween movies. And, and they no can matter not... how hard you try to get yeah. through to them with facts yeah. and logic, they're they they will <laughs> go to the ends of the earth to say that Halloween ends was good movie. <laughs> why? Why do I feel like you're talking about me? What we? I, mean, I gotta tell you, this, there was a, a moment where I thought you were gonna say Monster Squad, and I was ready to come across this table. <laughs> no, because Mo- Monster Squad was never good. <laughs> like I don't. There's yeah, not I even. What are you talking about? No, that's no, not even nostalgic. Yeah. That, that's uh, yeah. I mean, you we can we can do we can go on if you'd like. I just I can tell you. You why. and Glenn Cougar Melon Brewer are gonna. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. We'll go to the ends of the earth. I will. Uh, hey but, man, I've, I've watched it a couple more times. But I indulge in nostalgia. You know, I'll go back and listen to some bad music and sure. it gives me the good feeling but i know i don't want this band to make another <laughs> record like i don't i don't or i don't need to go further into their catalog than the one cd i had at 13 you what know is it? what is it give me one of those oh, I, uh, that's hypothetical nope. i listen to really good music yeah. <laughs> the weird al i mean i, I don't fair. i never had bad hair day okay oh but I could listen to Off the Deep End and be like, oh, yeah. Or, or Ren and Stimpy Vidiots or Beavis and Butthead <laughs> soundtrack. Oh, no, that's actually good. That's that just, is a good soundtrack. That's just Didn't he do songs. a Nirvana? Was that Off the Deep End? The Nirvana? Off the Deep End yeah. is, is Smells Like Nirvana. But with the pool. With yeah. The kid the, yeah, but the, the, song, the, the song on that is Smells Like Nirvana. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I had that. But I don't too. think I would enjoy Bad Hair Day. It's got Amish today. Parents on there. Yeah. <laughs> and even at that point when that song came out. I did, uh, the video was kind of cool, but I'm just I like I yeah that's what Amish people do. <laughs> You're right. I mean, for Weird Al songs for me, it's like I listen to them once and I'm like, oh that's good, and it's then clever. I maybe listen to a second time just to like now that I know where it's going. Play, play for your friend. Isn't this funny? Isn't this funny? But <laughs> then they don't laugh and you go, well, yeah, pretty. But then I'm for a rabbi. That's pretty good. But then I'm kind of done with it. Like I don't need to revisit it in the same way that I would listen to the original. Song it's like someone like telling it. a joke over and over. Yeah. 
So this movie, we should talk about the movie. So yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Not but, really why I came here, man. I... But this thing is stacked. The cast that yeah. they got for this movie. So Diedrich Bader starts off as the narrator, who's talking as if he are he was Al telling the story of his life. There's been some kind of accident. Al is rushed into a hospital. Lin Manuel Miranda is the doctor, and he's about to call it. And Al pops back up to life, and he's like, "Okay, maybe we need to rewind a bit." Yeah. So you know something's going to go crazy, and you also know that there was never some situation Al was no, in where he almost... I mean, if you know Weird Al, you know that there's never been... Knock on wood. Yeah. There's never been a controversy. Yeah, he doesn't Weird curse Al. in no. real life. He he doesn't even curse like outside his songs. He says he's never cursed in his life. So like Weird Al is a clean cut guy with no controversy. But the movie starts off with him in this crazy <laughs> tragic accident. And they're you know about to call it. So it rewinds back and it goes to his childhood and and his home life is crazy and it's like just like his mom is like yeah we just want you to stop being yourself and doing things you enjoy the dad's like i want you to work in the factory what do you make at the factory what do i make at the factory what do i make like, at the it's, factory it's so vague the whole I, movie i really thought the reveal was going to be that they made accordions i, sure. I yeah. said the same i said the same thing to katie i go i bet they make accordions that's pretty that would be but there good. was some kind of tie-in with accordions so kind of yeah. with the dad so it would actually been kind of double dipping because i because i thought oh well he makes accordions all day and he's done that his whole life right. he hates accordions but the spoilers like the reason he doesn't want him to play accordion is because he had this tragedy right, and right. couldn't play the accordion when he was a guess kid. what he was an amish boy yeah <laughs> so so the one day a traveling it's john is it john tom Len- tom lennon it's not john, 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 john. No, 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 no. pretty sure if it's, if it's john <laughs> whoa well, they, they got did. him weird out <laughs> i mean it's a lot of cameos they have buried the lead <laughs> so still thinking, what was that was it yesterday yeah man that that scene still like hits me in a certain way that I didn't expect it to hit me. All your troubles seem so far away. When he, I'm telling you, man, when he opens that door and that and he starts talking to John and like John yeah. Lennon standing there, I don't know why. Like right in the Robert gut. Carlyle played. Yeah, I think so. But it's like, well, I don't know why. But still, every yeah. time I see that scene, right in the gut. So anyway, Thomas Lennon shows up as a traveling door-to-door accordion salesman. <laughs> Which a, is how Weird Al really got right. his accordion. New no. boot, new yeah. boot goofing. I mean, his dad didn't beat the crap out right, of him. Right, but, <laughs> but, but seriously, yeah. the guy came... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I because I thought this is so ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But yeah, no. And like the, I guess they were debating if they wanted to get him a guitar or an accordion, and the mom landed on accordion. Oh man! Because she thought like, well, he could be a one man band. Mm-hmm. I think he wouldn't Tom- need other people to <laughs> make his little songs. Tom Lennon is kind of low key, one of the funnier people you will see. Like he pops doing, up in a lot of stuff. But he is in the Dark Knight, right? Or Dark Knight Rises. Oh, he is in one of those. Isn't Doctor? Yeah. But when he he's laying on the ground. And the mom's like, oh, we'll get you some help. And he just like coughing up blood. He's like, please. (laughs) But so, yeah. So in this version, the mom and dad don't want him to have anything to do with music. And basically the dad beats the crap out of him. What are you doing in my house? And he goes for a walk and the mom goes to get their coffee can of money. And she's like, sorry, we'll buy the accordion. (laughs) And then she's having this heart to heart with Al on the couch. And he's like spitting up blood. She's like, excuse me. (laughs) We're having a talk here. So that's the tone of the movie where it's so ridiculous and preposterous. But it's it's played deadpan it's played seriously very the whole time no one's winking at the camera if weird al were to make a weird al version of a music biopic this is it yeah i mean exactly what i I did 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, right. But they, pl- I think they played it a hundred percent right with the tone. Like yeah. this movie yeah. works so well because it's not, it's not winking stupid. at you. Like, it's, it's not it's, like you know the like scary movie, scary movie two. Okay, you know the first couple were funny. Then they did all the knockoff. Well, ones. then the airplane yeah. guys came in. That's what it was. The guys that did airplane came. How did in. the airplane guys mess it up? Because they went the airplane route with it yeah. and just made it like oh. super But yeah, because originally it was Wayne's Brothers doing it, and yeah. then they pushed them out and they brought in. I don't know. They brought in all of Zaz, but they brought in key components of it. Yeah, and I think Pat Proft was part of it too. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe that he, they humor used him didn't a lot. hold up the way and it did in the seventies. Yeah, and, and so they, but yeah, but they got what four of those things? Something they yeah. made a bunch. But of the yeah. point is, though, is that the it's just stupid. It's not funny. It's so silly and it's not clever. And and so like if they would have been winked at the camera the whole time, I think this would have just seemed dumb as opposed to yeah. how funny it was. With the production value and the actors. and You and know what is one of the things that I kind of love is that Daniel Radcliffe has made so much money. Oh, he can do whatever he, he wants. He's like Elijah Wood. Yeah. You know, and he like, had to get away from being typecast. Is I mean, he as soon as he graduated from that as Harry soon Potter as Deadly business, Hallows two came out, he's like, "Can I pull my head on stage?" Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, but okay, I mean, cool. Yeah, he he really did a smart thing by changing the trajectory of his career yeah. and not to be seen as this. It's that, tough, man. I mean, those what what year did those start? Ninety nine. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Something and then like two thousand one, and they ran like until five years ago, something like that. Yeah, and I guess not including the. Eddie Redmayne stuff. Yeah. It doesn't count. But, but, but I mean, like, those I movies, mean, he grew you up. You watch that kid grow up on he, film. Right. He was, yeah, he, exactly. So, so it's really hard to get away from that. And he did a great job. Swiss Army Man, I always talk about how that movie is just amazing. But he's done some really weird stuff. I mean, that Guns Akimbo. That's a weird I movie. I mean, as much yeah. as I don't like the director and all the crap <laughs> he's that he's scumbag. done. But, but uh, I mean, that is a weird movie. He, the, Daniel Radcliffe has surgically, they've installed guns on his hand. He's yeah. running around in his underwear and a. Uh, robe with guns like it's, was it was he in now you see me too see the I never saw that, that one I think so but okay I never but saw it's it. but I, I I do appreciate that him and Elijah Wood have both been like hey man same thing I'm gonna go yeah. make this weird color of mo- color of money shape of what's that what's Ooh. the Nicolas Cage one didn't he do one with Nicolas Cage that was based off of like uh it's like a horror flick like in the woods there's a lot of those but like this is like it, it was. It, this is like was Elijah Nicholas, Wood in that? I thought he produced it. Oh, okay. I thought like, oh. I don't think he was in that. You're talking about the color, the I don't know. But it's either good. way, I, I like he. But that's what he was doing, right? Yeah. Like he did Maniac. Like he did a remake of Maniac. Yeah, Maniac which was is good. Bonkers yeah. to me that they were like all first person, right? That was like the deal. Oh, was it the whole? It's all from the perspective of Elijah Wood. You only see him in like mirrors really? and stuff. I'm pretty sure. No, no, okay. no Joe Spinell, I guess, in that one. Uh, no, and it's he's a handsome man this time. <laughs> That's kind of like uh, was it Peeping Tom? Peeping Tom is yeah. The, the but I, I like it's it's fun to see him be able to do. Hey man, I'm going to do Imperium. It's, it's great. Well, and Daniel Radcliffe is a really really good actor, and I'm mm-hmm. glad he was able to get away from that. And again, because of his talent, because he had the foresight to be like, I cannot be just in fantasy Harry, kids movies Harry my Potter whole forever. Or yeah, the, like I doing, well, he could like not Harry Potter, but like here's this other fantasy young adult he could be, genre he could be in. You know, he who's could the just, other kid? Who was his buddy? Rupert Ron Grant? Weasley. He was just Rupert like, hey man, I'm out. Well, I mean, <laughs> none of them need to work, right? No. And so, like, you could just retire and start a family. Uh, he's in that... Um, well, he just M. came M. back. Shyamalan show. Yeah, he just oh, came he? back to that. But he took time off and had a kid and stuff like that. But, he's really good in it. Hmm. But and, none of them need to work. 
Right? No, and so he did a great. You know, he's gone done all these weird movies. He's really good in everything he does. And, the, and, and Kevin, Kevin, Ke- in this weird movie. Ah, <laughs> uh, there you go. <laughs> you know? But Equius is the one That's where the you one. get yeah. naked on stage. Yes, right. He's like, hey man, I'm doing it. But he's done a lot of stuff, and and he's really good. And I think you would never have imagined him being cast as Weird Al. <laughs> and yeah. he's great in the role. Like it's it's a it's awesome. And like when when he but was in that also makes the joke work, right? Like yeah, the joke because, is that it's not someone you would picture. Right. You know? right. He did a an interview, I think he was on Fallon and and he was like, "Yeah, I got it and like I love Weird Al and I was flattered, but I'm also like I, physically I don't look anything <laughs> like him are you sure you don't want someone that look but that is the joke it's right. just yes. it, it, well and that's what these things do right they 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 cast these serious actors I mean Joaquin Phoenix doesn't look like Johnny right. Cash the only one that comes close is Rami Malek and that's because they did stuff to his face yeah I still think he looked like a cartoon character. I know you always say like, "Oh, Freddie Mercury was kind of like," I mean, but, uh, yeah. but but I don't. Although if you want to go back in time, Gary Busey's Buddy Holly. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's a fair that's point. Yeah. That's a fair point. Well, oh, that was yeah. pre head injury. Well, yeah. yeah. There's you know he was gonna be a thing. Yes, he was absolutely gonna be a thing, and then mm-hmm. he he's a thing. He's a thing now. He's a different kind. Oh. It's a different kind of thing. <laughs> he needs to keep his thing to himself. Is yeah, what he needs to do. Really. So basically, I mean, there's some really funny bits. He goes, he sneaks out of the house to go to a polka party where <laughs> well, all didn't the kids know, are, didn't know it was a polka party. Right. Yeah. But he's like, this is a polka party. So the biggest My thing parents is. parents are going to kill me. Yeah. He's trying to hide that he listens and plays polka. More camp Scott Ackerman comes to the door as a cop in <laughs> this. And they end up bringing him home. Like, this is what your kid was doing. And the dad finds out he's been hiding his accordion playing. He goes to the closet, gets it, and smashes, smashes it. it on the ground. And, and so flat, fast forward and. And he's at college and what the guys convince him to it's the one kid from unbreakable it's the son from unbreakable oh is it okay yeah, i knew, yeah. I knew oh, some yeah. of them would yeah that i know exactly what you're talking about but I they have. basically are going around and they're saying like what what would you want to do with your life and the one kid's like i'd like to speed at 100 miles an hour and crash my car so my parents could find my body and they're just like whoa <laughs> yeah suck on that <laughs> mom and dad <laughs> yeah, that's right yeah and then obviously Al says that he wanted to write his own lyrics to songs. Yeah. And he's and it, like, do it. And the way it's so hilariously contrived, the way that they can come up like in the best way possible. If you watch or the if you watch Aretha I, I can't watch biopics. I and think they're so stupid. Like, is it like this bad? I mean, that... the the scene where she like comes up with the arrangement for respect, yeah, is just like this. Okay, so <laughs> just which like it. it's hilarious that if real biopics are doing this because it seems so ridiculous in a satire. Yes, but it's like well, they really... so I I kind of agree. With, I I like biopics to an extent, but I also think that like. Especially with like the Queen one, where it's like, I, none of this is true. Right. Ro- Rocket Man is so good. Rocket Man is really. Rocket I didn't Man. see Rocket Man, but it looks to be a different. It's very it different. Very different. Yeah, but is. like the Elvis, which I also heard is good, but Elvis I have no desire to watch it because it just looks like I just like I know what's. But also, I th- I like the, biopics when they instead of trying to tell the whole story, you get they, the little chunk like. like Spielberg's Lincoln where he's like I'm not going to tell you Lincoln's life story I'm going to tell you about this th- two month period yeah. where they they try to make slavery illegal right and like and what they had to do to, to yeah. get it like because what about what about the whole Lin- life what about the Spielberg is... biopic that's coming out that'll be that's supposed to be good but even then that's not his whole life you know it doesn't look... but he does start as a kid but yeah I don't know how well, I mean I don't, think oh, I don't think you're going to see him shooting jaws <laughs> no no <Thomas> Todd. <laughs> like it's going to be about him his childhood up, yeah. it's okay. about a, but yeah okay. when you and when, when you truncate 
someone's and, and then I got hired for Ready Player One. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would have. I hate that movie. You know what was a good musical biopic? I thought that holds up, and because a lot of times they don't have a narrative. The NWA one. Oh, straight out of Compton. I, 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 there we go. So, and I again, that one kind of looked better. I didn't yeah. see it because I really I think don't like because biopics. there's a there's a narrative yeah. to it that you don't get in a lot of biopics, and it doesn't try to cover what they're doing today, like because that they kind of became a big deal and flamed out and then all went separate ways right. and it kind of ends with the flame out but you get this narrative of like them fighting against what does mainstream it, co- pop culture is saying about them does it end with him dying is that how that ends with him getting diagnosed with i don't remember it's been a while since i've seen it i just remember really enjoying it yeah it was a good like but it's already it's like inherently funny to smash someone's life down to an hour and 30 minutes like there's (laughs) no way to do it a whole life yeah it's really hard to tell the whole story so i i agree with tom that is cool and they focus on smaller parts but here and here even it's like it doesn't even go anywhere and it's hilarious Mm. maybe we won't spoil it yet but i mean it doesn't even go that far which is funny because (laughs) yeah different direction but so they're they're sitting around the really contrived thing he's like oh well you know that's never gonna happen with me writing the silly words does anyone want a sandwich and he goes to the the bridge and he's like oh whose bologna is this it's my bologna it's funny my wife who really enjoyed the movie didn't know the song oh so that she's first, like that's and so she's one, like right? why she's like why do they keep calling it bologna and i was like you just got it <laughs> yeah Go, you'll oh when this the 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 record skipped or whatever yeah uh, yeah the, 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 yeah my so Sharona. Good. So yeah. good. So they're yeah, they're listening to My Sharona on the radio and he goes and he's like, Who's Bologna? It's my Bologna. And then it, the, the way that he freezes, he like the light bulb goes off. Right. And he and he did, they focus the camera on Daniel Radcliffe and he's just like my Bologna. I mean, it is so funny and again, deadpan, like the delivery is so very seriously. And his friends instantly recognize the genius. Absolutely. And they and and he puts on the accordion and it's Weird Al, by the way. Weird Al's doing all the songs. He re Recorded him for this movie. Daniel Radcliffe's doing a great job. He he sang live. Yeah, he but sings they, live on set, but okay. then they dub, they in, dub in weird. Al's that's pretty voice. good, but it looks really good. It does. And it looks good. Yeah, the voice. I mean, it sounds. And it's, it's obvious it, because so it's you very know, funny. it's very funny. But it looks good, but it sounds ridiculous because you know. And but it's really great. And so he puts on this performance, and it's just hilarious. And the, yeah, the guys take it like the, he's going to change the world. That's yeah. the thing. They hear him sing a song about my blown and they go, you have to get your music out. He goes, we can world. go record it in but, the bathroom. Yeah. And then he's like, I, I, the bus. Also Tom, true. Is that true? Okay. No. Yeah. Okay, they well, record this... it in the bathroom of a college. It sounds radio bad. Station. I mean, that, that record. Oh, it, I was yeah, going to say because... not a bus station. Okay. No, it was, they, it was like, they were, I think working at the college yeah. radio station. They went sure. to the, but they did record it in a bathroom. Gotcha. If you hear the original version of my blown, I mean, it is, brutal I so mean, that's sound, the joke it that's, sounds like he sang it into a cassette recorder because yeah. i think that's what he did huh. but that's yeah. that's weird al you know not taking himself too seriously that's what you mean he wrote yeah. this part in because he's like yeah let's go record this in a bathroom that's it sounded like it because that's what it was and a lot of acts did that because of the acoustics like that's not a weird thing yeah. like oh Beatles sure. did it the monkeys did it I think Bad Company did it. Like it's oh, it's, it's bad company, but it's yeah. great. But in the movie, in the way that it comes up, it's hilarious. It's like oh, and I think the the bathroom of the bus terminal yeah. has great acoustics. <laughs> yeah. And you see him in the bathroom, and people are walking in and yeah, out of the right, bathroom, right. tripping over him. But like he records the hit, and he's he's brings it to the record executives, played by Weird Al. Weird, one is Weird Al, and one is Will Forte. Will Forte, it's the yeah. Scotty Brothers, which is who released his music. His his albums were originally on scotty brothers record okay. okay and they are just like they also released survivors eye of the tiger hey. oh so from rocky 2 mind you 
Three. Yeah. Isn't three hearts on fire? Oh, th- no, that's four. Four, four, my four is hearts on fire. That's right. Four. Right, Don't right. forget it. Yes. Good eye. And, well, you know, and there's uh, Eye of the Tiger Redux, I think, comes back in four, too. Oh, only, if they, gotta, only if they earned it. Yeah. yeah. Now, this scene with these Scotty brothers. Yes, sir. This is some of my philosophy on comedy for you. <laughs> okay. So, they're... They don't like his stuff, right? They're no. telling him he's bad. He's terrible. They are and, brutal. And then Will yeah. Forte just goes nuts. He's, he's just never calling him not ugly, funny. calling him just <laughs> dresses bad. He's stupid. Yeah. And and that is funny five years ago. But Ooh. then you have Weird Al's character being like, okay, that's too far. Adding like another layer that now makes this like if they were oh. both just totally mean to him. Yeah, that would have been like. I've seen that. This but you're is, saying yeah, no, it's Will, funny because he's talking about Weird Al, the real person. Who's but you're next saying that him. because Will Forte ramps it up to eleven, and then no, the Weird original guy is going like, "That's too." Now this is too much. <laughs> and like, it's played by the guy he's actually right. talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and which I thought made that scene great. Yeah. The fact that Weird Al was Will there, Forte. To, so much, oh, oh, yeah. and it is. I mean, I'm, and even those things like. That because that would just kind of be a played out thing. Yeah. The guys really mean, and Being it really is Will Forte, right. and it would still be kind of funny. But you, like, yeah. yeah, you have to keep adding like a new element or twisting the element enough. And Weird Al wrote this, and he's in the scene. He sounds like comedic genius. I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> I think he makes good movies post UHF. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Weird Al makes good movies post UHF. Mm, okay. Batten five hundred. Mm, yeah, I don't think uh, a thousand out <laughs> by that criteria. What's so. aluminum foil was a great song, but <laughs> so, but you know, but this sets him off on his trajectory. Where right. now Weird Al is taking the world by storm, and the movie plays it up like obviously Weird Al was a huge. It was a huge smash sensation. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, I love the way the the movie puts him on superstardom. Like, he's living in a huge mansion. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine Weird Al actually uh, moved. He into had multiple a, albums go platinum. No, I know, like, I know, I mean, but they were around nothing. his neck. But the yeah. way that he, but the way that I, I don't think Weird Al ever lived the way no, he was I presented don't, in the show sure. because no. he is a humble. I mean, more I think that guy. Weird Al has made. Very good money, absolutely. Doing what he does, but I don't think he wants to live. He doesn't like flash that. it yeah, like yeah. that. But the movie instantly puts Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al in this huge mansion. Right, he goes. He goes luxury. to. A, he, he goes to a party with because that's what happens in biopics, right? Your success goes yeah. to your head. Well, they 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 play that like punk rock show, right? Yeah, and. Dr. Demento's sitting in the the corner. That's a great, that is a great, That's but so they go to funny. a biker bar, whatever, with the punk rock and all that, and Patton Oswalt's in the audience, and then Dr. Demento's like sipping, played by Rain Wilson, played by Rain Wilson, is in the back of the show, like he doesn't belong in there but he's just top ha- hat in his top hat drinking a, a well mixed drink. and that's like, the thing every time we we play a show especially I'll if plug it's the band who is it it doesn't matter especially <laughs> if it's like we kind of know it's not going to be great like ah we got put on this thing it's a wednesday but it's like with a band from nashville and if we knew a band from so we'll do this yeah and we always say like well maybe a record executive's limo will break down outside like in wayne's yeah. world yeah yeah right. and it's just such a and i think right having him in his little like, Mr. Big of Big Records outfit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. It was really funny. Oh, no, it was great because that doesn't happen. <laughs> not oh. real. Are you saying that's oh, not a thing? That's not. That's ha- you don't not think that's thing. how it really happened? I don't. Okay. I don't think so. But yeah, they. I mean, this biker bar. They're gonna t- 
turn on. I mean, well, they've already turned the on guy this with the garbage accordion. punk band. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so he comes up with the accordion, and he's you know he's kind of crashing on stage, but all his friends who don't seem to play any instruments, <laughs> right. they just go and pick up. One goes on the drums, one gets a guitar. I didn't know you guys could play. Yeah, they just start playing, and and they win everyone over, and they're all chanting Weird Al and all this stuff. Right, and and Doctor Demento goes back to his dressing room, and he's like, "You've got it." Like, and they yeah they go to this party, and you see. Like Frank Zappa and Gal- uh, Gallagher's there. Gallagher's Pee-wee there. Gallagher's Pee-wee. Pee-wee. Who Paul I F. thought Tompkins, right? Paul F. Tompkins is Gallagher. And Yorma yeah. was. Yorma was uh, Paul Ru- Paul Rubens. So I got to tell you, Pee-wee. When Yorma I first Pee-wee. saw that, I thought it was Paul Rubens, and oh. I was like, "Seems like they could have got him." I'm <laughs> saying, I, I feel like they could have got him. He still does the Pee-wee thing. That's, yeah. that's why I but, thought that. But, but Conan O'Brien, O'Brien is Andy Warhol. That was pretty. I mean, the Emo Phillips is in there. Is he? Yeah, and then is and then Dimitri Martin. Oh yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Is he Salvador Dali or is uh, Emo Phillips Salvador? Uh, Dali? Tiny, is he Tiny, Tiny Tim? Tim. Yeah, I think he's Tiny Tim, and Emo Phillips is Salvador Dali. That's pretty great. That pretty and uh, David Domashian was in there. He plays the John Deacon from Queen. Oh yeah, that and <laughs> that's actually one of my favorite, also favorite parts. He's like, I'm from Queen. He's like John Deacon. Well, no one. Queen. Yeah. <laughs> He's like from Queen, and they're like, Are you though? Like, like the I, bass player from Queen? Oh, oh yeah, okay. I love that. I wish they, that I wish that hadn't been a celebrity cameo and had actually, actually been. been. Oh sure, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> funny. So, but the big one is that Jack Black is there playing Wolfman Wolf Jack. Jack. And God, I've met like five of the people in this movie. <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. Surprised they didn't ask you to come in and yeah, play a, no, a yeah. part. Do a cameo. So the big deal is like Dr. Demento is like, what are you doing here, Wolfman Jack? And they're like rivals and, and Wolfman Jack. I will like, say Jack Black does a pretty good Wolfman Jack impression. Yeah. He does. That's pretty good. I love Jack Black. It's always great All to right. see him. What? You don't like? I, I mean, I, c- I don't. I could do without wow. Jack Black. Hot takes on this show. School so, of Rock's a good movie. It's, I don't Rock's disagree. I like Rock's a good movie. Good I movie. agree. He's good. But but hey, School of like, Rock is his Good Morning Vietnam. It's the that's it's fair. the film property where they figured out how to use him appropriately. Richard Linklater, man. Yeah. yeah. I do love you some high fidelity, though. Oh, I love high fidelity. That was one of his first things. I mean, I think I, Cable Guy was the, the first time I saw him. When he gets his arm Jackal. Yeah. The jackal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Waterworld. Yeah, is Waterworld he, is, might have been his oh. very first thing. That is he was, in that? That was really a Never Ending early. Story two. Oh, Jack what? Black's in that. Okay. Is he? He's the bully with Jonathan Brandis? I believe. Yeah. Shadow How probably R. doesn't R. hold up. Sure doesn't. <laughs> I don't think it held up in, <laughs> in the moment. It can't probably hold not. it up because she's actually. Oh, <laughs> don't spoil it! Don't spoil it. So anyway, so Wolfman Jack is like, I don't think this guy's really. I've heard his little songs. If you can't come up with a parody song on the spot. You know, then you've got nothing. And so then he, because the guy from Queen is there. Another one rides he, the bus. Another one rides the bus. And everyone's singing along. Like, that's and, not funny. It's funny in the movie. Yeah, right. Right. It's right. funny in the movie. Yeah. That song is just not <laughs> funny. But, but everyone, like all the celebrities there, and they're like playing along and singing and Gallagher's smashing a melon at the right time. They don't even wear ponchos at his yeah, shows. It's hilarious. And then, and then, you know, at the end of that, it's like they show him, they showed him up, and then Doctor Demento calls security and make him tase Wolfman Jack and yeah. drag him off. But uh, yeah, so I mean, he just becomes a huge hit. But one of the we we see Madonna watching an interview or something. He's doing an interview something on like TV, that, yeah. and like the, there's the Weird Al bump, the Yankovic bump, which is also which is I it has real, to be yeah. true. Right? It is, yeah. it is. But like, so they're interviewing him about this thing that's been known that like, yeah, when he parodies your song, you sell a bunch of records. And so Madonna's sitting there like the Yankovic bump. Like she <laughs> clearly she's like, I would like this for my songs. And so she basically tries to infiltrate, and, and you know, she doesn't try. 
Well, she gets, does. <laughs> well, and the funny part is too that like we find out that this, this relationship is yeah, <laughs> because it looks like it's over the course of days or something. But she basically what shows up at his mansion, yeah. unannounced, and then she, and when like, they're, hey, when they're at dinner the next after he records, eat it. Like they're in this serious relationship, yeah. and you think it's been going on for weeks. He's like, "This has been the best six hours." He says, of my I'm, life. "I'm not doing any more parodies." parodies and he yeah. records, "Eat it," and he you know goes back to the brothers and he kicks them. And he's like, "This is the greatest thing I've ever heard." And while they're at dinner, Weird Al, the real Weird Al, calls Daniel Radcliffe and says, "Hey, look, Michael Jackson has parodied." <laughs> Should have been. And he's taking credit for yeah, it. Yeah. He's, He's taking credit he's for not, it, right? Like, he's not saying he parodied it. He's like, he's taking credit no, for the song. I think right? he is. I he's think saying he that's the that they're saying, oh, did they actually say? It's a parody of, yeah. Oh, okay. And then, you know, and, I, and then he's uh, just appealed that someone, someone would parody it. Yeah, yeah, oh, that, can't you do right. something? Can't, and they're just like, no. That's hilarious. That's right. I forgot about that. But it's, it's a great scene. And the, the the whole idea, like, this is the point when Madonna shows up and he's at the mansion. He says, I'm not going to parody songs anymore. This is where the the paths split. Like, yeah. every, it's obviously been embellished and it's humorous and it's not 100% factual. But as Tom said, like, the things that seem ridiculous are actually kind of based well, in truth. Yeah, like, there's a kernel. Of, and also, his parents were very supportive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so sure, sure. it obviously is very, you know, it's a lot of it is fictional, but it still follows this certain path. But at this point, when she shows up at the mansion and he's decided I'm not going to do parodies anymore, I mean, right there, you're like, oh, well, that never happened. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, he did parodies. And then, like, he does eat it before beat it. Right. So it goes off in this completely different path. And the Madonna thing, he said in an interview, he met Madonna once for 40 seconds. <laughs> yeah. And now. Although, supposedly, it, maybe it's apocryphal, but supposedly she came, had said, I wonder when. Weird Al is going to do like a surgeon, and that got back to him, and oh. he was like, "Done, yeah, got yes, you. Gotta, I got you covered." Threw away his version of like a sturgeon. Mm. Uh-huh. And uh, are you serious right now? No, oh, but the first like, what? The first part, not the sturgeon. <laughs> part, though. Yeah. So anyway, but they they hook up. There's like a steamy yeah. love scene. Yeah, the, he's got like the... lipstick all over his face. Yeah. So yeah. He, you know they hook up and everything. But yeah, they go out to dinner and then this has been the best six hours, <laughs> six hours of my life. It's ridiculous. She uh, ends up getting kidnapped. Yeah. By... Oh, there's a there's a through line that like Pablo Escobar <laughs> wants Weird Al to play at his party. He's like, I'm not gonna go play for Pablo Escobar. And then Weird Al, the manager, says like. They're offering you three billion pesos. <laughs> like, how much is that in American? Yeah, he, he's like, it's a lot of money. He's like, I, I don't care. I don't want it. And so I he, already did the math. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and so he he shuts that down. But clearly, you know that that ridiculous storyline's going to come back. Well, yeah, they come and kidnap Madonna right. to get him back there to play the party, and he kills them all. In a, mo- yeah, in a ridiculous yeah. action sequence. Oh my gosh! So great. Weird Al kills all of Pablo <laughs> Escobar's henchmen and Pablo Escobar yeah. with a CD. I mean, he's like Ramboing. Yeah, didn't Weird Al do yes. a parody? Okay, in, in, in UHF. That's yeah. what. I, that's why I don't get why they didn't dress him up like Rambo. Because I'm like, he did this, and then he's with the gun. I didn't really understand. Yeah, it, like, I, I felt like it was an, um, an homage t- to that. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah but without the outfit, I'm like, he's, why did he not like show a, up in the Rambo? It's outfit? a very bad, like rubbery muscle suit. Right. Yeah. That he's wearing. yeah, I knew yeah. it didn't. It's just surprising they didn't go with that when he stormed the place with the gun. <laughs> like, okay, but it, it's hilarious because he's doing pretty good action yeah. choreography fighting these guys yeah. and and you know like hand to hand and then with the guns and everything 
But yeah, he takes them all out and saves Madonna. But now Madonna admits that she was using it <laughs> and, and wants that, to run the, the yeah cartel. wants to run the cartels. Why run the music industry when we can run the world? Which is just so hilarious <laughs> that they've now gone off. Like first of all, Madonna was hardly involved with Weird Al. As in, they met for 40 seconds, but like now they've had a relationship, and right. then Madonna, the real person, wants to take over the cartel and run it with Weird Al. I guess you can't really make any Sean Penn jokes I with Madonna. Think probably can't so. do that. I don't don't think so. Yeah, that's not, that's yeah, probably not ill advised. Taste. But Guy yeah. Ritchie jokes? Can we make Guy Ritchie jokes? That one's I don't okay. know if anyone would get sure. them, but that's true. Yeah, but so so now they're enemies. Like Madonna is shooting at him because he wants to leave. You know <laughs> too true. much. Yeah, and like not sh- like shooting at him, but like you know obviously she, like shooting off to the side. She's like shooting, shooting the same the, for the first like five or six shots. It's shooting the same squib over and over yeah. again, but completely missing. And he walks away, and so you're like, oh, I guess we'll never hear from her again. Nope, no more Madonna. And then he goes back home, and he realizes that he's fallen off the rails, and he goes finally goes back to or goes to work at the factory that his dad worked at <laughs> and still has yet to figure out what they do at the factory yeah because a family he's push like push that he's button like, and turn that knob and then what <laughs> and then what <laughs> he pushes the wrong button and, and the then guy sets falls a guy on fire <laughs> that like, to me like this, this as much as this movie is very much a weird al like created thing that scene is very like looney tunes whack and sure yeah. and that felt very very like weird al original concept songs yeah you know like just very crazy but and the dad has a like a heart to heart he's like what are you doing here and he's like i finally showed up to do what you want me to do and he has a heart to heart where he's like you know you need to go pursue music like he finally sees the light and he tells him the story of why he never wanted oh my, him to play a chord this the line delivery from the dad when the story is over is the best line delivery of the entire <laughs> best joke of the whole movie where he gives the whole, uh, he was Amish and his parents took everything away from him and blah, blah. And Weird Al goes, huh, I never knew that story at all. He's like, yeah, because I just <laughs> I told, told it to you. That's a great joke. That was a great But dad. he had written Amish Paradise. That yeah. was, wasn't the, the dad had written I us. wanted him so bad to say, it's a parody of an old Coolio song. <laughs> the dad to say that 40 years ago he parodied. Was that really Coolio? Yeah. Gangster's oh, cool. Gangster's no, I, no, no, no. In no. the audience, no, no, no. I'm like, he he's just passed, he was dead. He's he dead. just passed away. Yeah. Oh, I see so what I'm you're saying, saying. Yeah, right. the movie was filmed. Right. I mean, he passed away two weeks he, ago. Or he something. to me like, is he, I was. It looked too young to be Coolio. Well, when mm-hmm. we were when we were getting there, but why wouldn't they have gotten Coolio with all the people they got? But they, but they, they didn't get anybody, anybody to play who they really were. Oh, that's true. Yeah. He is. He if I remember right, he's the only one that I remember being like pissed. Right. But he did recant. He, yeah, he didn't when he back, saw the record sales. Yeah. Oh, he, sure, sure, sure. When also, so Weird Al always gets permission. He won't, right? He won't parody your song if you if you, you say, say no. no. Who and are the ones? Is it Led Zeppelin? Which he doesn't have to do. He does it, not legally no. have to do. No, but but he but if you don't want him to do it, like he won't do it. And so because he did a parody of "Lose Yourself" by Eminem, and you can hear snippets of it in concert. There's a pre-recorded thing, and they'll play a piece of it. But like he's. I, I, to the best of my knowledge, he's never released it because Eminem was like, "No, what a dork." Yeah, and but Eminem is like a comedy guy now. I I can't believe he would have never. Well, I think he was a comedy more guy of a comedy then. guy. Then, yeah, Eminem. Yeah, the, uh, those, Marshall those, Mathers. Yeah, those like, early, yeah. That, those early Marshall, songs. The, get it together. Yeah, but my I'm, name is. Yeah, like, well, I mean, yeah, Slim Shady. Slim that's Shady. what I'm. Yeah. But I mean, for. like Eminem. I mean, he played himself in like this is the end or whatever. No, it was the interview. Oh, the interview, yeah. and he like makes pokes fun at himself. Such a shame that 
that guy's such a shithead, Franco. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Because, like, that scene is really yeah. funny. He's good. I mean, he's I a think good that actor. He's a funny, funny guy. But yeah. I don't want to, like, hang with him. <laughs> but Coolio, so Real reached out to the record label, and the label said yes. And oh. He assumed that Coolio... That the was label Coolio asked Coolio, yeah. and yeah. and they hadn't. So when Coolio heard it, he was not happy. And like, which, I mean, it might be his biggest song, right? Like, uh, so I right. think it is his biggest. Yeah. song. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. So like, he. I mean, I just know Eat It was got pretty big. Oh, you mean Amish? I thought you meant Gangsta's thought, Paradise. No, yes. So like it's name another one, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, was that one, two, three, four? Get your booty on. That's the floor. true. That yeah. is a Coolio yeah. song. That's fair. But uh, good job. I know things. But uh, but. You used to have that hairdo too when I you did. were back. when I had hair. <laughs> yeah, that's why I lost it all. <laughs> so, but yeah, so like he uh, he would not have released that if they had actually yeah. asked. He Coolio. said something like the Grammys, right? Like there's like an interview of Coolio where he's like, "Nah, yeah. man, that song sucks." Yeah, and like said something. And I think what it comes down to is there's certain artists that they have certain songs that are per. And I think that's Eminem's deal. I think "Lose Yourself" because oh. it's autobiographical mm-hmm. meant a lot to him. And he was like, uh, you know, nope, yeah. But it just seems like Eminem is a guy that at least nowadays kind of pokes fun at himself. I can't believe he would have never I don't see know. if you listen. There's a lot of comedy in his songs, but it's him making fun of other people. Yeah, yeah. right. Like Not especially back then. Lo- and lose yourself. I mean, coming off of Eight Mile. Yeah, like that's a pretty heavy song. If you listen, you know, for not, sure. Yeah, but okay. So he, one bit of the only thing I'm going to complain about. Oh, I thought you were going to do a wrestling corner. Thank goodness, I am. What? Okay. <laughs> so at this award ceremony, right? It's Diana. Oh, Hulk Hogan. Hogan. And Hulk oh, Hogan. Gosh, there is. Okay, okay, now for the record, they introduce him as the interne- intercontinental champion, Hulk Hogan. Okay. Hulk Hogan has never won the intercontinental. Championship. Oh my! God. Are, are yes. we are we gonna really drill down on this movie? No, 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 not, not at all. Not this at all. Movie sucks. It's the worst. No, but they said that, and I was like, come on. Played was that by... John Cena? Played by James Preston Rogers. Okay, I th- initially I was like, it'd be kind of hilarious if right, they got yeah. seen it. Oh, he was in up. Pixels. You would know him from. I mean, we did cover that movie, mm. but and then so okay, so the he wins this award, and of course he's there's all of his friends are in the <laughs> audience, and he was like, you know, there's so many people I'd want to thank, but I'm gonna do that later in person, and of course Rain Wilson's like, you mother man, and he's going on and giving this very emotional speech, but there's a guy who sits in the audience holding a Rambo style yeah. chain machine gun. And he just kind of says, I'm waiting for your signal. And of course, now we cut back to Madonna, who has like a scar on her face, an eye, and patch. An eye patch, and she's got a tear in her eye. And she said, take the shot. And of course, <laughs> the guy stands up with this mass in the crowd and nobody stopped before, you know, and just and brutally just, guns down. But you don't see it. And then, of course, the next they, it's they weird. I'll go freeze. No! Yeah, but that's it. The movie. Ends. And I, <laughs> said, I say I turn to my lover, Courtney, I say. If they roll credits right now, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. And I think I might have even said, but they won't. They never do it. They never do the funny thing. And they did and they it. Did it. And, and it like, says they ended Weird Al's biopic with it being shot Weird, down. Weird Al Yankovic was shot and killed <laughs> yeah, on stage. Assassinated on stage in 1985. <laughs> and they do a hilarious like you know video or photo montage right. of him growing up. The credits up. are great because they start off like, oh, there's the real Weird Al. And you're like, oh, there's him as a <laughs> yeah. kid. They do the thing where in biopics, like where you've just seen the fake events right. and they show you the real ones. Like, oh, look how close they got it. Right. And they start off like, okay, that's close. They look similar. And then then they go to all the falsified events and Photoshop Weird Al in. <laughs> and the Photoshop gets if, worse and worse. Yeah. The, deep, yeah. the, first co- the first couple, I was like, wait, is that yeah. that's oh, not yeah. right? But the <laughs> events get more and more ridiculous and you know they're fake in the movie, And but it's really Weird Al Photoshopped into right. those events and it's hilarious. D- and then him getting gunned down on stage right. is a freeze frame photo. Event. Yes. Like, the, 
and then the last bit is from Carrie. That's what this is from. Is when Madonna goes to his grave, and I love oh. the grave somewhere it says "born whatever," and then e- ate it, ate it, yeah, you know. And then she goes to put the flower on the grave, and here the comes Weird Al's hand, which is the oh. the uh, the the end of Carrie. Spoilers for oh. Brian De Palma's Carrie. Uh, this was a, this was a so joy. much fun. It, it is. I would think the estate of Dimebag Daryl doesn't care for the ending of the film. Probably so not. <laughs> That's a good point. Probably not. Man, that video is terrifying. Catch me up. Dimebag. Oh, because okay, right, <laughs> yeah. right, 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 that, right. Have you ever seen that video? No, I didn't know it was out there. It's terrifying. Yeah, like you see it happen. I don't I, know, know what's happening right so now. So Dimebag Dime Daryl was the guitar player yeah. for Pantera, and then he started his. Well, after they broke up, he started yeah. his own his own band. No, it was because it, it was with the drummer from Pantera, right? Yeah, but that wasn't the band he was on tour with. It was oh. super not super joint ritual, right? That's Phil Anselmo's band. It was the other guys from Pantera, wasn't it? No, without it was, Phil. No, it was just him. Oh, and oh, you're right because yeah. that's why the guys. Because I had him. done the show. I had like a month prior to it. Yeah. But and so he was performing and some crazy guy went up on stage and killed him. Oh, and there's a vi- there's a video of it. it's like it, you don't see oh. it happen, but you can see like people rushing towards like it's like, you know, the camera's like off kilter. Yeah. And you can see the guy. It's crazy. Jeez. But yeah, the guy killed him because he said he broke up Pantera. Oh, yeah, it wasn't as funny as the Weird Al one. <laughs> OK, yeah. yeah, I'll just stick <laughs> to this yeah. one. But yeah. uh, this is an interesting time of the year because there is nothing coming out in theaters. And we've talked about how in February, what's the dead month that was dead and now it's not anymore? February. January was always pretty bad. And But then they put out Paul Blart and it blew up and they're like, hey, this works. Let's just Actually, play stuff. John Wick came out in February, right? That was when... Actually, the first movie I remember coming out in January and killing it was Ace Ventura. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. See, no, but like, like but modern it's like a fluke, right? I, I mean, more you. of a... Like they didn't change yeah. things. That's a movie that I found hilarious when I was a that age. Sure. Don't like it now. Oh, I think yeah. it's great until the end just because the end it plays so super inappropriate. Oh, super now. Uh, but you, the whole movie like where he'd rather have a toilet plunger on his face <laughs> than, than a kiss, man's uh, lips. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like it the end is not funny at all, but the whole movie before <laughs> that. Like, you were into it. What are you <laughs> talking yeah, about? It, it's it's crazy that the whole like they spend like seven minutes on it at the end of how disgusted everyone is when he turns like, sean young around you're but like, what but is it, happening but in this other movie? than but other than the ending that does not hold up i'm like i thought it was good because as a kid i didn't pick up on as many of the jokes and everything because yeah. there's more adult humor in it than oh as yeah a kid, you're just like ha, Big ha, time. he's talking from his butt billy madison's the same way can't watch it oh really yeah, I, I, don't don't it's, I think it's I terrible it's, it's not funny know. at all also the band was called damage plan ah okay and vinnie okay. paul was also i thought yeah i yeah. thought so but like it's right just, there with you thanks buddy <laughs> uh i this we talked about it being on roku and i feel like since this the next this month especially there's really not black panther is in a week but you've had like this weird gap where there's been three weeks where there hasn't been anything of <laughs> note in theaters yeah that maybe maybe it would have done okay. Mm. Maybe I think it, it would have. I think it could have. Yeah. yeah. Well, when's the last like comedy that came out? There was just that George Clooney paradise thing. Rom-com, that's though, that's kind of really, a different yeah. thing. The, that that like comedy boom is over. I mean, Bros was the last. Yeah, one Bros. Oh, yeah, Bros. Tanked hard. Yeah, which is but it was insane. also a rom com. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess I'm talking right, like right. broad Straight comedy. Up comedy. Yeah. yeah, they just don't really. Yeah, there I were mean, very few broads in that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> but the comedies are streaming now. That's yeah. the thing. People and and if they're in the theater, they go just wait for it to go streaming. Like yeah. that's 
people go to the movie theaters for action, for superheroes, for the big stuff. And for spectacle. It costs yeah. money and you want spectacle. Yeah, yeah, but for yeah. jokes, you, on a small screen, jokes work. On a, yeah. You know, it's just, yeah, there was that. I mean, there was that boom from 2004. Right, like that's kind of when still the Hangover a, was. No, even before that, Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers. Yeah. Yeah. The Hangover is two thousand nine. The only reason I remember that is because they say it in Bros. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that. So like two thousand four, two thousand three, because Dodgeball, all that mm-hmm. stuff is right around sure. that time. And then the Hangover hits, and then everybody's trying to make that next rated R comedy for like twenty twelve, maybe, yeah. and then it's over. Yeah, like it. Those are they don't. Stre- really yeah, streaming is definitely where the comedies seem to show up. But I mean, the th- yeah, the thing is that with Roku Channel, I feel like yeah, no one really watches the Roku Channel or whatever. But I think they did this to get you in to look at yeah, it. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't even have it on my smart yeah, TV. I downloaded it too, but yeah. I'm like, you know, what a smart move. Roku, I think, is who bought all the Quibi stuff we talked about. Yeah, they have like widescreen Quibi. Reno nine one one. Yeah, so. I mean, this is a really smart move on Roku's part. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to say about the quality of the film. No. Streaming, whatever streaming person has the most money can buy whatever movie yeah. and, you know, they'll sell to the highest bidder at this point because streaming is where most stuff ends up. And I was surprised when I downloaded the Roku app, put on my TV, I'm, I'm like, oh, there's stuff in here. Yeah. Oh, watch. is there? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I had uh, I had like one commercial during it. I had one before it and I think it stopped one time in the middle of the movies. Oh, it stopped. It stopped oh, at every break from. Yeah. You really? could look if you yeah. look at the bar on my TV anyway, oh, it'd show you where the commercial break breaks were going to be yep it stopped and i'd say there was probably five times yeah. and the most commercials i think we ever got were three but a lot of times we got one and they were almost and yeah. there was always a, a roku promo okay. in there right but i think it, it depends you know. but they on made what it they, they, they made the break make sense yeah sometimes yeah. you yes. do that and the, oh, and right. like the yes. break is like well, you're right in the middle they of the were scene. very well placed they, yeah. they were well placed. they weren't four minutes long like hulu when you're watching a, a 22 minute show <laughs> and they put four minutes of commercials Can I just six through times through it hannibal right, like i wouldn't know i'd pay for the yeah. oh we went to the plus or whatever because <laughs> yeah. it was bad it, yeah. <laughs> i'm rich so <laughs> oh yeah oh you're a big musical artist well your mansion with your platinum guys limo broke down the rest is history <laughs> Mr. Big from Big yeah. So anyway, this was great. This was, yeah. And this if you haven't seen it, you should. I don't think we've. Sp- I don't think no, you can spoil this movie. Like there are no. great jokes in it, and it's totally worth watching. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't do it yeah. justice. With how I mean, For as sure. funny as we said it well, was. Well, I did. Like, I wondered. I was like, I wonder how you talk about a comedy on something like this. And the thing is, uh, you kind of don't. You talk about a bunch of other stuff, right, and huh? then you yeah, say, you around. That's that's why I well, don't think we ever really welcome to real spoilers. Yeah, but also, yeah. we don't really <laughs> do listening. comedies anyway. Because yeah. you're right, it is. Yeah, because I always to... say comedies are really hard because they're pass fail. Right? Like it either it either made you laugh or it didn't. Right. And most comedies don't have other things to really discuss. Right. And you know, so yeah. Well, right. Like why you spoil dodgeball at the end? They win. Like, well, that's <laughs> yeah. not really what the movie. <laughs> right. Is. Right. For sure. But anyway, this was this was a lot of fun. This is good stuff. Yeah. This is good stuff. So uh, I guess that that's it for this one. Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S-21. Also, check out Binge Movies. I Jason just posted an episode where we rank five vampire films that was put out just in time for Halloween. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. This is Kevin. You can follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And Matt, where can they find you and your wares? I live on Cherokee Street. Okay. Nope. Don't St. put Louis. that on. So so edit that out. Whatever. Come on by. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we, I'm there most of the day. So. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Find the show online at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers while you're there. Like the page, join the group, and of course, don't forget our Patreon. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time, I forgot to write an outro. Weird Al, dodgeball, they win. <laughs> yeah, see, dodgeball, they win. Dodgeball, Thanks, they win. Matt saves the day again. <laughs> <laughs>
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.